Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hello angels, what's up and welcome to a, another episode of Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host here, Estelle, the founder of Fierce Female Co and a female empowerment coach. We are so excited to be here with you for another episode. Guys, it's been a minute. I feel like it's been a few weeks since we've uploaded a new podcast episode. So I'm very, very excited to bring this one to you, especially this episode. This is say. On this episode, we have the beautiful Amber Lee Lyons, and in this conversation, we dive deep into all things goddess rituals, how not only how you can start creating rituals and make them a part of your day, but how you can lean into them for healing and expansion and connection to source energy, like not just like a simple meditation to connect with our breath. Like there's so much more opportunity here and so much more potential when it comes to goddess rituals. So very excited to be diving into this conversation. Also, we dive deep into 5D ascension, sitting with darkness, what to do when life doesn't really feel aligned anymore and how to rebuild your identity and what to do when your ego gets in the way. So Really powerful conversations, also really fun as well. Um, Amberly Lyons also talks to us about her new app, Rituals um, by Chakra Girl, which we have a little discount code for you guys in the show notes if you want to check it out. Um, Super, super exciting. And before we dive into this episode, I'm really pumped to share with you about 5D Goddess. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, make sure you follow us at Fierce Female Co, where we are sharing snippets and little like behind the scenes and just more content information about this unfolding, which is the 5D Goddess. And so this is a group experience. This is a group program. And I'm really excited to share about it because... 5D Goddess for me, I mean, it's something that this is something I've wanted to create and share probably since for the last two years now, probably since 2020. And, you know, that was a time where the world was kind of turning into shit and life felt particularly heavy and uneasy. And I know that for me, I delved deeper into my spirituality during this time and I delved deeper into my beliefs, my sense of faith. And I started reading more and studying more and just being open to a new way of perceiving the world at a time where I felt like our power was really being taken away. I really chose to reclaim mine. And that was a kind of a conscious decision, right? And so since 2020, I vowed to really shift my perspective and my actions and my energy and intentions. And for me, the theme of my life, the theme that I wanted to embody and... I guess, infuse into my day-to-day life and my desires and my intentions was all around unconditional love and compassion, infinite possibilities, abundance, like fulfillment, alignment, bliss, more ease, right? And quantum manifestations and cosmic trust and radiance. Like these are the energies that I've been playing into and these have been the themes and the kind of the contexts that have been... um, part of my life since, right? And this is for me what goddess energy is. It's a new way of being and a new way of receiving, a new way of perceiving and a new way of doing, okay? All the things. And in 5D Goddess, the program, we are diving into how you can access your soul's purpose, right? How you can experience more ease and flow and embrace your feminine magic, Tapping into infinite possibilities, building your self-trust and your intuitive guidance system, which is so important, especially in this day and age where we are being told what to do from so many different directions, different people like society, like we are bombarded with information all the time. And so it's so important more than ever to tune into our intuitive guidance system and to really learn to trust that. 
Also in this program, we are accessing and integrating a new level of abundance and we are becoming a magnet for bliss, fulfillment and love. So it's a totally different energy and you can still be that determined, that goal getter, like that woman who's got so many dreams and desires, like I embrace that. But this is about doing it differently. We are, we are embodying a totally new way of being and receiving and perceiving and doing on the way there, okay? It doesn't have to be about the struggle and it certainly doesn't have to be about the hustle and the burnout. We are doing it differently. So if this is speaking to you in any way, make sure to shoot us a DM at Fierce Female Co. if you've got any questions. And I'm actually going to pop the link here for you in the show notes to sign up for 5D Goddess. By the time this podcast is live, we will be ending pre-sale. However, for my podcast listeners, I'm going to keep the link there for you at the pre-sale price so you can access that at the pre-sale price. So any questions, hit me up on Instagram and... Yeah, I'm excited to bring this magic to you and for us to walk together side by side with this 5D goddess energy activating and permeating all areas of our life. Yeah, loving it. Loving it. I'm excited and I'm also excited to get into this episode with Amber Lee Lyons. Enjoy, angels. Hello, honeys. Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. Today on the show, for the second time, we have Amberly Lyons. She's the founder of Rituals by Chakra Girl. She's also the founder of the spiritual magazine Prism, the host of Chakra Girl Radio. And Amberly is on a soul mission to support women in elevating their frequency to access their inner healer and manifest their most fulfilling lives. Welcome to the show, Angel. Thanks for having me. So excited to chat with you again. We've known each other for so long. I just realized. I know. Did you know since 2018? Uh, Like, yeah, at least, right? Yeah, at least, if not longer. And it was so funny. I was actually reflecting on that because you like signing up to work with you in 2018 was like such a bold move for me at the time. And for those of you, Amberly was like one of my first like coaches um, and business mentors. And I just remember I was, do you, I don't know if you remember, I was traveling in Europe at the time. I was like three months in Europe and I signed up and I was like, oh my God, this is like the boldest move I've ever made in my life. But it was like the next step to so much magic. And I don't like, I just remember that feeling so, so clearly. Yes, I actually totally remember that. And you were on that trip. Did you get engaged on that trip? Just before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So So wild. And um, also for those of you that are tuning in, check out um, episode, I think it's like episode two, um, which is episode two, which we did in back in 2020, I think the beginning of 2020. Um, So, or maybe mid 2020, if you want to find out a little bit more about like chakra alignment, manifesting, quantum expansion, we kind of did that conversation. So I'm going to link that in the show notes for you guys too, but let's get into it because I'm really excited for this conversation. Yeah. So rapid fire questions. Amberly, what destination are you like daydreaming about? Like what is your travel dream destination right now? Mm, we are booking a trip to Europe for our fifth wedding anniversary. Um, and we haven't like, I, I definitely Italy, but I just can't decide what city for whatever reason, I'm really being drawn to Puglia. I've never mm. been there, but I'm going to say Puglia. Oh my God. I love that. Do you know, that's so funny. Firstly, I think it's beautiful because you got married in Italy, didn't you? Did. Yeah. In yes. Sicily. Love that. And that's so funny that you said Puglia because I have also had that on my list and I've been to Italy like three times and never been to Puglia and it keeps coming up and people just say how incredible it is. I think there was like, did you watch Stanley Tucci's show? No. Okay. He's like, an actor you know him if you saw him but he does this show I think it's called searching for Italy and he goes to all the different like core areas of Italy and like explores their food so it's kind of like a cooking show but it is just like so like you feel like you're there when you're watching it so I think he did one there and for some reason it's just like stuck in my head and then like this influencer that I follow is there right now and I'm like okay I think we need to go there Oh my God. Can you actually tell me the name of that show? Because my husband will be all over that. Oh, you guys will love it. It's called Searching for Italy um, with Stanley Tucci. And where do you watch it? Um, You know, we've like illegally downloaded it because we don't have the channel. <laughs> I think okay, we'll figure actually, it out. 
Yeah, I think it's actually on like CNN or something. Okay, yeah. Okay, we're going to find that out. That sounds amazing. Okay. I love that. Okay, so good. Yeah. Um, Paulia, all about it. So what does your morning ritual look like right now? I'd love to know this answer. Like if it's a bit more structured or flowy, what's the go? So I am kind of testing out a new ritual. I, I always like to make sure that I've like done it before I share it. Like, especially if it's something a little bit more multidimensional because, you know, there, there's like safety precautions, you know? So I've been doing this like 12th dimensional shielding, like with platinum light and the Merkaba star. And wow. so I do that every morning when I get to my altar. Well, I will say, so let's start from the beginning. I wake up, I do like a morning prayer and like always have like the hugest smile on my face when I wake up. Cause I'm just like going through, like cataloging through all the things I'm grateful for. I just like naturally do it now. Like I'm like, Oh, another morning. Oh, it's sunny. Oh, oh my God. My dog is so cute. Oh, I love my husband. Oh my God. I can't wait to have coffee. And I'm just like in such a vibe like that. Um, but we'll say nine, about 98% of the time. Um, and then, so I do that. And then I do like a little bit of a prayer. So just kind of like an invocation, like, um, you know, today is going to be this type of day. I'm activating my sovereignty. I'm clearing anything that's not mine. I'm calling back all parts of my soul that are stuck in the dream world, cleansing them with love and light and returning them back to my body now. Uh, and just kind of like, I just kind of flow with it. I have like a little more, I have like the kind of like official morning prayer on the ritual, the rituals app, but I change it up a little bit as I go. And then, and then I have coffee, go for a long walk with my husband and my dog. And then I go to my altar and that's where I do that 12 D shielding. And then I read a bit from uh, a course in miracles. I usually just read like a page or two. Cause it's like such a heavy read and then I'll journal. And then usually my journaling terms, it turns into some kind of content that I create for the day, whether it's like like an Instagram story and I'm just like typing it out or I'll like type it out and, and put it in a post later, or I'll be like, Oh, this is going to be an email and I'll kind of like let it simmer for a bit. But usually like my ritual leads into like a journaling, which leads into some kind of content creation, or even sometimes it's like brainstorming something. So it's kind of like goes hand in hand where my ritual work turns into my work work, because I really believe that my purpose is to share parts of my journey and to help people on their journey. And just to kind of like, I'm getting these downloads all the time and, you know, they're not meant to be just kept to myself. hundred percent. I love that so much. How like for anyone who's also experiencing any like creative blocks or anything, um, or, you know, feeling they're stuck in a funk with what to create in their business or just like what feels in alignment. I love that you kind of go through the rituals and then let that lead you into inspiring content, what you want to share um, and creativity. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And like, as you're like writing it out, it allows you to anchor it in too, because it's easy to have these like fleeting thoughts or like you get like a good download, like, like an example, like I'll be like, Oh, discipline is a form of self-care. Oh my gosh. Like, Oh my gosh, I've never thought of it that way. And then I'll like write it down and then I'll forget about it. And then I'll be like, but then if I actually sit down and like write out a big post about it, I come up with ideas of how to like integrate that into my day. I come up with tips. I come up with other realizations. So like, if you can really like Mm. shine light on these tiny little downloads, there's so much more meat in there and then we can share it. So it just, you know, what, when we share, we're actually opening up to receive more. So it's just, it's, it benefits everyone. I love that. That's awesome. And, and I don't know if this is the book that's changed your life. Is it Chorus of Miracles or is there another book that you found has really kind of like changed your life, the way that you view things? Yeah, I think of course, I think I will say a course of miracles. That's definitely like a more recent one. Um, like probably like the first book that really changed things for me. Well, there's probably a couple. So I would say the seven spiritual laws of yoga, which is a Deepak Chopra book who I'm not really a big fan of because I think he's a little bit dark energy now. That's a whole other story. Um, but yeah, so that was maybe like the first kind of self-help, like spiritual book I ever read that really gave me a deep dive on the chakras. And then in terms of like self-development, I would say 
the big leap. And that helped me like from like a business standpoint, like getting out of my way, even though it's not about leaping and it's not about business. That was just kind of the time in my life that I read it that really made an impact. And most recently, yes, definitely a course in miracles. And I'm like, I've barely made a dent. Like it is like freaking heavy. Like, have you ever tried to read it? I've got the, like, I've got this really condensed version and it's like a workbook version. So it's, yes. yeah, yeah but I, I haven't really, I yeah, one. I thought I was going to get really excited because I'm like, oh, is it simplified? Like, can I just get all the tips like in a really yeah. condensed way? But no, <laughs> no, I feel like the book has so much. I mean, I, I haven't done the workbook, but I did buy, there's this like online course with Marianne Williamson and she actually like walks you through the course or the, the, the workbook. And I was just like doing it for, I think I did like 19 days or something. And it was like, it was like a lesson a day for 19 days. And I was just like, I'm getting nothing out of this. I was like, I'm just going to try and read the book. And I read like the first two pages and I was just like, okay, like now my life has changed in the first day. So I'm going to keep going with this, not the course. I love that. And I think you can also, um, I remember downloading it on audible. Um, oh, I don't yeah, know if maybe. it's the full version. I, but even then, it's like I have to read some sentences like five times. <laughs> I don't think I could do it on Audible. <laughs> like, it's yeah, like, especially because it's heavy. And then like you get distracted. You think about like the rest of your day. And you're like, shit, I just missed like the most important part. Exactly. Like I, it takes me like way longer than I want to admit to read like a page and a half of this book. But also what's one thing I think so like interesting that you said and just like makes so much sense. It's like we can see like... I think the time that we read the book in our life is the most important thing. Like you can, you could have picked up Because of Miracles like five years ago and it may not have changed your life. You may not have been ready and it may not have had that impact that it had on you recently. You know what I mean? Exactly. hundred percent. I think that's cool. Um, and then I was going to say too, like on back to the previous question, after I read A Course in Miracles, I actually do like a little bit of like, I've been back to like a little bit of like higher dimensional connection like talking to my, like basically like my 12th dimensional self. So mm. kind of like doing a little bit of like, not necessarily like astral travel, but more like sending out the signals and then doing like a connection after I do that, like 12 D shield situation. So there's a, there's a lot, but yeah, it is okay. kind of more, my ritual is a little bit structured these days. Um, but it's also so much, like I'm doing so much research after. So it's like, I'll, you know, I'll get a download and then I'll be like, okay, I need to research this. And I'm like learning a lot. So I probably spend like a good hour at least. Um, and probably like 25 minutes of that is like the ritual. And then the rest is researching. Oh, I love that. Okay, cool. And so many things we're going to dive into deeper. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about share with us a little bit about you and your spiritual journey and just like I guess more specifically how it has evolved and transformed over the last couple of years yeah so I, I'm pretty sure like on when we spoke last time I kind of talked about like the older stuff so yeah I can kind of briefly touch on that but, but yeah so essentially like I started it because it's really it's really come full circle which is like hilarious as things always do so started my business as a uh, chakra and gem and gemstone or sorry, crystal and gemstone chakra jewelry company. And I was really, you know, deeply doing chakra work on myself. And I was just like, why is no one doing this in a fun way? Like, it seems so staunchy. Like I couldn't find any teachers that I thought were cool or fun or that I felt would understand me or, or what I was going through when any modern woman was going through. And so I wanted to share that with the masses and I was going to do it through jewelry because I had a background in fashion. So started an Instagram account, um, started Facebook account, all those things and, and put up my website and, I had a lot of interests. Like I, I built a following pretty quick and I had a lot of people reaching out being like, this is so cool. But like, no one was really buying the jewelry. They were just more interested in like the chakra stuff and learning about that. And particularly a lot of people were like, how did you unblock your chakras to start a business? And, you know, what I realized was that through the transformation that I had to go through to get myself to a place where I could launch a business, it really required me to access my chakra energy in sequence. So when I was building the foundation of my business and my core message, 
and getting into action, I needed my root chakra energy. When I was creating my brand and doing the more visual stuff, I had to have my sacral chakra energy. And it just kind of like went up the ladder as I had to go through those hoops. Um, and so I actually started doing business coaching through the lens of chakra healing. So it was, you know, one part strategy, one part energy, and that, you know, really did amazing. And, you know, it skyrocketed. My business is booming, you know, from six figures, multiple six figures to seven figures, traveling the world, you know, having everything at my fingertips and really being in my eyes, really, I mean, (laughs) not to toot my own horn, but I was really, you know, kind of top of the industry, like doing really, really well and reaching those milestones. And, but I just was not, I don't want to say I wasn't happy because I was, but once 2020 hit and I had this other awakening, it was really, um, like I had been like my, my happiness was coming from an illusion And the illusion I'm talking about is essentially like the matrix and the kind of like storyline that we've been told since childhood about what makes someone happy. And I definitely was happy. Things were great. Not at all shitting on the coaching industry or anything. But what I realized was that at the foundation of of everything that actually did make me happy was the rituals. Mm-hmm. And I, I have always taught people and any of my clients will know this. I've always said, you should always teach the world. The one thing that changed your life more than anything. And there was a time where I thought that, you know, my business was what changed my life more than anything and making money and all of those things were what changed my life more than anything. But at the most true to my soul level, what changed my life more than anything was the rituals, was the chakra work, was the, the awakening. And I, I just, whenever we open up to the illusion of the matrix, we open up to illusions that we've been telling ourselves. And you may notice, you know, people in your life who maybe aren't you know, necessarily awake to what's going on in the world. They're also not necessarily awake to what's happening within themselves. Mm -hmm. So I find that the two go hand in hand. So that to me was like, okay, I know that I'm meant to be this bridge of consciousness. I'm, I know that I'm meant to bridge people into a higher consciousness and I can tell them that, you know, having a business is what's going to do that. And it will in some ways, but if they're not doing these rituals and they're not getting to the root of their, their soul, the the core of their being, then they're not going to know what their soul came here to do. I can't tell them, Hey, your soul came here to do this. And this is what's going to make you happy. You need to launch this and you need to do this. And for a lot of people, that is the truth. But at the end of the day, like I want to help them with those, the foundational level. And that doesn't, but that's the thing too. It's that that's always going to be the foundation of any transformation, not the people who don't know their purpose yet, but it's also the people who are living their purpose and want to take that to the next level or the people who thought they were living their purpose and they're having an awakening and they want to figure out what their purpose is next or someone who's just hundred percent freaking happy. And they know that doing rituals all the time keeps them happy. So it's like, it really is for anyone at any level, but every, no matter where you're at, rituals are the foundation to getting you to the next level and the next ascension. Mm, I love that. So it's almost like before you were using like the rituals as a tool, but the overall kind of like theme and message was like the, the growth of the business and building the business and what that meant for people. But now it's like, you've kind of just like cut all that away and being like, what is the core thing here that changes people's lives? It's the rituals. Let's focus on that. Exactly. And I always said, um, it's kind of funny, even before I made this transition, I used to always say, if everything in my life was stripped away from me, I know that I could build it back. Mm. And I think that that's such a key to it all is that if you've made your brand, your identity, you're, you've missed the mark because you can't, cling on to your identity and cling on to your material life and cling on to the things that you own and say, this is what makes me, me, you have to be willing to like strip all of that away to get to who you really are. And 
that, I mean, that's the journey that I went through and I'm not saying you have to lose everything or everything needs to be burnt to the ground at all. I did this in such an aligned way where nothing burnt to the ground. It was a, it was all by choice and all done by like following guidance and alignment. But if you're holding on to something so tightly where you have like so much fear, they're like, Oh my God, what if no one signs up for this? Or what if I don't make any money this month? Or what if this happens or this happens? Like you're missing the point, you know, it's like, if that, if you don't get any clients from that, then it's the wrong thing. And you need to listen to what's the right thing. So I think that was a big part of the lesson too, is like no longer, it's like, I don't want to be predictable. Like I'm not trying to be predictable, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. And I love what you said around just making sure like there's so much depth in that and so much inner work required when we start to realize that we are placing our levels of self-worth on all our external results and circumstances and successes where it's like, we get to have desires, we get to desire things, but that it's about what we make that mean. Exactly. Exactly. And like desires need to come from your soul. They can't come from validation or ego. And it just doesn't, it's like it either the manifestation won't work or it'll work and then it'll end up biting you in the ass in some way. Yeah. Or you're like, you're going to self-sabotage it and it's going to like, yeah. 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 Oh, so good. And so like, you know, because I feel like a core part of what you said is like, there was like this level of misalignment that you needed to lean into. And it would be really easy for people to just put that to the side and be like, what do you mean? Like, everything's great. Like tick, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. And just kind of start to dismiss those nudges. Um, And so what would you say to someone who is listening that is feeling like this level of misalignment, but it maybe doesn't make sense to change directions and they don't want to admit it? Um, What steps can we take to start to lean into what our soul is desiring, even if it doesn't make that logical sense? Totally. And first I want to say like, I don't want any, like, here's the thing. It's like, it wasn't always misaligned. It just got to a point where it was no longer aligned. So it's not Mm. like I was like, oh my God, I should have never done that. Not at all. And so like, if you're at a place where you're like, oh, like maybe this isn't what I want to do. A, like, don't shame yourself. Like obviously at the time that you did it, it felt right and you did it and it is what it is. And now you get to change that. And I know, I remember like having this conversation with my husband one day and I was just like, and he, at this point he had like left his job and like was working with me full time. You know, we were killing it six figure months, you know, living the high life. And then I was just like, I was just like, you know, I don't think I can do this anymore. (laughs) Like it was like, I remember I like reached a really big goal, had like an 140 K month or something like that. And I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, I I did it. And now I don't know. I'm not like, doesn't excite me to have a 200 K month. Doesn't excite me to do that again. Doesn't excite me. Like I, I, kind of been there, done that. And I don't really care anymore. Yeah. And he, I was like, so I don't know if that means you need to get a job or, if like, <laughs> or what I was like, but I'm just, I was like, I'm going to like energetically pull back. I'm going to decide that I'm, um, retiring from coaching. Um, I'm going to decide that, you know, I, I've only got one more launch in me. And, you know, let's just see what happens. (laughs) And as I, and so this is a, this is really a conversation in energetic dynamics and a relationship too, is that as soon as I pulled back, he rose up Mm. and without, you know, and, and not to say that he was below me or anything like that, like not at all. He's always been like such a integral part of like our growth as a couple and our finances. And he's always, you know, he's always been investing and like making sure our future is good and all those kinds of things. But I was really handling like the day-to-day money and like the lifestyle money and all that. So um, as soon as I made that conscious decision and before I even really changed anything, I hadn't really changed anything. I just decided, you know, by this date, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, He you know, by happenstance, all these investments started doing really well. And then he started learning all these other ways to invest in day trade and stuff like that and started like absolutely killing it. 
Um, and then it was like, he's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, you don't have to do it anymore if you don't want to. I was like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it just all worked out timing wise. And then it was when I really slowed down and I was like, okay, so what do I want to do? It literally, it, it, it was just so funny because it reminded me of like the beginning of our marriage when I was, you know, not making any money working in the fashion industry, he was, you know, making money and he wasn't supporting me. Like I was always like paying my share, but like it was, um, it just reminded me back then of him being like, you know, I really want you to find something you want to do. You should like do something. And, you know, it was kind of at that point again, where I was like, okay, what, what should I do? Like, what do I want to do? And I just started looking at like, who inspires me? What inspires me? What's changed my life? Like looking like, oh, like I unfollowed most people in the coaching industry. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was just like, I need to like, just not, and not from a place of, you know, judgment or anything just from a place of, I need to like, you need to put my blinders on. Yeah. Like I just needed to like stay in my own lane and I don't want to be swayed in any which way. Um, and so again, it was like, if I were to strip away the last five years or six years of my life and my business, pretend that I didn't know any of these people didn't have any of these connections, what would I want to do? You know, and it just, again, it just came back to like basically my original fucking thing, which was the rituals because, oh, and I didn't mention that when I was selling the jewelry, like each piece came with like a meditation. Mm. So, so that was, you know, I was recording meditation since the beginning of my business, like very, very beginning of my business. So again, it like came so funny that it like came back to that. Um, so yeah. I love That's that so the- much. And I cannot freaking wait to let's actually talk about the rituals. Can we please? Because, yes. oh my God. Okay. So tell us firstly, um, how, how did like rituals play a part firstly in your own healing and expansion over the last couple of years? And then we can talk about Chakra Girl, the ritual app, because I'm just so excited. But yes, tell us a little yeah. bit about how that like, yeah, how that led to your healing and expansion. Because you've mentioned that's like the core of everything, but like, how, how did that influence it? I feel like I go through seasons where I'm really introspective and really healing. And it's, it, it's not necessarily like I go through like a dark night of the soul. And then it doesn't really, I mean, like, does that happen? Do I have like dark times? Sure. But I just feel like sometimes I just get the hit. Like I am meant to go fucking deep right now. Um, so yeah, I would say like, I think it was October of 2020 or was it 2021? One of the two. Oh my God. What was it? Would have been 2020, October of 2020. Yes. I, um, I went to this like retreat and I just like was, it was just like so rogue. Like it was like so bad. And I just was like, it brought up so many like sister wounds for me. And it basically like, it was meant to be like a spiritual business retreat, but they ended up talking about like colonization and like white privilege the whole time. And I was just like, okay, like this is not, not yeah. And like one girl was like, oh, my, you have designer bags. Like, do you know how bad that is for the environment? And I was just like, I felt like, okay, I'm out, guys. it was like so crazy. Yeah. Like, anyway, so I would say that sparked a bit of like, okay, what, like it sparked something where I was like, okay, I need to like go inward and figure out what the fuck that was and what needs to be healed here. So I just started just doing that. I started doing like deeper rituals, doing more higher self stuff, more multidimensional stuff. And then that actually ended up birthing goddess magnetism, which was Mm. one of my programs that I created. Um, and that was really about healing sister wounds, but activating like the goddess energy within. And so that would be, you know, so that kind of was a bit of an awakening journey for me. And then through that, you know, then we kind of, I went into like retiring and all that kind of stuff. So, um, 
through that journey, I mean, I, I don't think I, I would say now is like when I'm going through maybe the deepest journey, because now I really have stripped everything away. And I feel like I almost like delayed the launch of the app because I was like, but then that means I'm no longer who I used to be. Like, it was just so funny, but now I'm like, okay, now everything's changed. I've moved. I've, you know, I'm not living the same lifestyle. I'm, you know, starting from scratch with my, with a business and it's just totally different. And I'm like, and I'm like really in this like self-discovery mode. So again, like the rituals have been what have allowed me to shed all of, uh, all of this stuff and, and allow myself to change because again, so easy to have your claws in this idea and this illusion of who you are and the way things are supposed to be. And like, when, like the rituals have allowed me to, uh, to see what my actual soul mission is and to get out of my way and making it happen. Mm, It's so powerful. And like, (laughs) you are the rituals queen, like seriously the rituals queen like I yeah I remember when we first started working together it was all about that and I like not it was all about that it was a huge part of my transformation through working together and being part of that and also growing my business but I just have felt that especially like since starting the rituals and not only just like starting them but making them such a profound part of my like day lifestyle whatever like it changes everything absolutely everything and I think there's also this level of accountability and responsibility that you take knowing that like you're responsible for your energy um but also you have the power to shift it and change it and you can do it in such a fun way and it doesn't have to just be like closing your eyes in silence just focusing on your breath because whilst that's great for some people it doesn't work for others so um can you tell us about rituals by shackle girl like where did this idea come from and yeah tell us more about it and how listeners can can be part of this platform yeah so I think like so I kind of talked about how you know rituals were the foundation I knew that that had to be part of it and you know have you ever like created something thinking it was the one thing and then realized that it like so I feel like I created goddess magnetism and prism out of a place of, I want to share ascension with the world. I want to share these rituals with the world. I want to help people wake up. And then I was like, mm, I don't think this was the way. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you would have known realized, until you've done that. Yeah. And then I realized like, oh, the app was the way. So it was like, I knew the intention and I had to try a few things before I figured out the way. Um, and even just from a more um, applicable standpoint, I looked at like some of the people that I actually really followed their content online. And I was like, what is it about what they do that I like? And it was people that I was like, and, and they, like no coaches allowed kind of in, in that in that brainstorming. So I was like, okay, I love, um, so I was like, okay, what, like what, whose people do I actually follow? I'm like, okay, well, I follow Melissa Wood Health because I have her app and I like do her stuff. I follow Bailey Brown Fitness because I have her app and I do her stuff. I follow the Skinny Confidential because she has um, these products and it's so cool. And then I, and she has her podcast and it all ties in. And then I love, um, what's her name? And then I love, um, what's her name? The blonde files, Ariel Laurie. I was like, I love Ariel Laurie because she just has her podcast and her Instagram is just about her and it's fashion and it's fun. And then she has her cookbooks. And, um, so I was like, okay, I kind of like looked at all of them and I was like, you know, the common denominator is consistent content, um, and creating being in a space of creation. And that's what I, you know, again, talk going back to that that kind of feminine masculine dynamic in a partnership, I knew that I, in or, yeah, yeah, I knew I want to have a business and yeah, I want to make a lot of money and yeah, I want to do those things, but I also want to be in my feminine. I don't want to be that boss babe. Like I'm so over that energy. I want to be in my creative energy, which when I'm at my highest 
creation is when I'm doing my rituals, when I'm making things look pretty, when I'm, you know, going deep into my soul. And so I was like, how do I make that a business? And then the app just came to me. So it really was like, and it's just funny too, because I used to sell these meditation bundles for like $37 and like they sold like freaking hotcakes. And it is just like, it is just funny that the app was never a strategic move. I literally was like, even if I just make like a couple thousand dollars a month, whatever, like I'm just doing it and I'll see what happens. Um, uh, but it was never a meant to make a ton of money be done strategically. But when I look at it from a strategic standpoint, I'm like, oh, that was really fucking smart actually. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I love that. And I think that also not only that, I like that you like it was important for you to launch goddess magnetism. It was important for you to totally prism because that's yes. what led you to the app. And that's where I feel like it, it's like, what are those, like you wouldn't have ever got there if you didn't start to take. Well, and I, and I never would have done the coaching if I didn't launch the jewelry business. Exactly. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. So it's like, it's, it, don't worry about it being like the Perfect. exact right thing. You just, have to freaking do it. And I would say like another reason that I started the app was like another thing I looked at when I was really deciding what do I want to do? And like one thing I always keep coming back to is, yeah, of course the word foundation, but also like a slow and steady growth. I've always been someone that struggles with that, like all or nothing mentality. And that really led me to kind of like an all or nothing when it came to business, where it was like, you launch and then you're burnt out and then you launch and then you're burnt yeah. out and then you launch and then you're burnt out. And of course I had funnels. I had my, I had like my funnels were pumping. Of course they were like, I had all the business foundations. Everything was great, but it was still a huge exhaustion of energy talking to people all the time, running these courses. And my, my human design is actually not even meant to be working closely with people. I meant to inspire people from afar. I'm literally meant to just like live my fucking life. And then that inspires people. I'm not meant to teach them how I'm not meant to do any of that. So like with the rituals, it's like, Hey, here's the rituals I do have at her. I'm not, you know, I'm not guiding anyone. It's like, I'm teaching you how to be your own guru. I am not your guru. Yeah. And I like, yeah. And I feel like the, that self-discovery like through the rituals is what allowed you to identify that within yourself in order to create shifts and like, you know, release those kinks and, and work in a way that's in alignment for you and how you want to be. And I just think it's also so cool, like kind of like full circle moment here. We're back going back to the beginning of what you were saying before, but also it's like, sometimes in life there's different seasons for things. Like there was a season for you to be like that boss babe, like, and that bitch, yeah. like doing totally. and getting to that level. And for then for you to understand, okay, cool. Like this is, this is not actually the way I want to live my life anymore. And to break that down and, and do it again. Like, I think that's, that's so cool. And it's always coming back to like your truth, your power, as opposed to you making other things mean so much more than they are externally from you. Well, totally. And we can also look at this from like a global perspective where it's like, okay, there was the rise of, of the feminine, which is all sides of the feminine. So there has been a global rise of like this feminine archetype of the boss babe. And the world went through that for a reason. And then we have, you know, the fall of the, you know, the, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, kind of like the, the divisive side of masculinity is falling so that the, the proper, you know, the most aligned masculine can rise. And I think everyone goes through their own journey with all of that. So it's like, I've, you know, my masculine has my, my, um, kind of like overactive masculine has fallen so that this other side of the feminine can rise up. And that's kind of what's happening globally as well. So there's lots happening. Um, and everything is a reflection, but, and like, we need to go through it and we're all going to go through it at different times. And I'm not to say everyone's going to go on the exact same journey as me, but everyone's going to have, like you said, like those seasons and, And there's always going to be that kind of energetic shift of dynamic as these archetypes go up and down. Yeah, hundred percent. And I feel like also like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like part of your um, like you shifting and transforming and evolving the last couple of years in terms of your spiritual journey was also like the embodiment of 5d consciousness and even now say for example 12d consciousness all of those things like I feel like that was like a new level of depth um 
that you experienced as you started to learn, teach and embody it. Can you talk to us a little bit about like, what does ascension mean to you and how, like, what does living the embodiment of 5D consciousness look like in someone's everyday life? Mm -hmm. So yeah, ascension is, is essentially like just opening up to a deeper level of consciousness. Um, And it's, I mean, it's literally just, being able to see everything for what it is and not attaching to any fear in it. So if we were again, to like, look at things that are happening in the world, we could be like, you know, everything's changing. Oh my God. I'm so scared. What if I lose my job? What if this happens? What if, you know, communism takes over and I no longer own my house? What if this happens and that happens and all these things, like there's all these fears coming up. Right. But in 5d, you're just like, cool. (laughs) like changes are happening. We know it's for the best. We know that light always wins. I know that I'm resilient. I know that, you know, you, you live the universal laws. Like there's the universal law of consent. If you do not consent to anyone fucking with your energy, they can't. There's the universal law of sovereignty where we literally control our reality. Like, it's like, you just know that you're, when you are no longer attached to anything, to any which out, any which outcome, and you know that what's happening globally is an awakening, then you're not afraid. And it's like you can look at all of the corruption and the conspiracies and the craziness going on, and you can be okay with it. And you can be like, yeah, that's the fall of the that's the fall of the darkness, and that's what we're going through right now. So I think really like at the root of it, it's just detaching from fear. Nothing scares me. I choose every single day to remember my infinite power. I choose every single day to remember that like I am like in control of my frequency and I do the damn work to, to be in control of it and to keep it where it needs to be. And if it slips, that's okay too. I can enjoy the human experience. I can enjoy the emotions and I can shorten that bounce back time to get back to it. So it's really just living from a place of love, compassion, trust, connection to source connection to God, whatever you want to call it. Um, and being unfuckable with, Love it. Absolutely. (laughs) Love it. So good. And can you tell us before we finish off this really powerful conversation, tell us how we can find your app and can you tell us what your favorite ritual is? And then I'm going to tell you what my favorite ritual is right now. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, okay. I'll tell you my favorite ritual first. Oh my God. Wait, I think mine is the, oh my God. I love them all. I'm going to say the light code activation Mm -hmm. it's also one of the most popular ones which like usually it's like all the money ones are like the most popular (laughs) actually I think maybe it says abundance in there somewhere um but yeah I would say the light code activation the 5d goddess ritual goddess bath ritual but then I love the short invocation so like those are the most popular by far is like the sovereignty invocation the morning prayer like those like quick five minute invocations um what's yours oh my god so I also just want to say and like I'm not just saying this I and I was saying this to you before like I am so obsessed with this app like I use it 10 times a day not just in the mornings which makes a big part of my morning ritual but also like in snippets throughout the day like when my energy is off when I need to connect to my intuition when someone triggered the fuck out of me like you know all the time I'm always going back there and I feel like it's it's just like, but also it's fun. And that's for me is really, really important. Like I don't want to do something that I feel I should do. I want to enjoy it as I'm doing it too. Um, yes. Okay. My favorites. Oh my God. Okay. I'm looking at my library, like my, my little fave list. So at the I go through phases at the moment. So I'm always doing a morning, the morning clearing prayer, the three minutes. Um, yeah. I always do that. Um, I really listen to the light code activation, what you were talking about for Ascension. I did that like heaps, like those are phase I did like every day. I was like really into it. Um, also the, the third eye intuition and manifestation, that one really, I really like because I feel like when I need to connect to my intuition and I'm being like, I feel like I'm being bombarded with other people's opinions or, or energies. I just need to like come back to me and my third eye. That one's really cool. Um, the invocation to reach your next level, that one, like mm-hmm. that could be, um, that one's popular. 
Yeah, I feel like the short ones, but also, okay, wait, last one. Um, the one that I really liked um, that I actually do when I go for a walk is the um, the sound healing. The um, Oh, yeah, the sleepy yeah. time one or the heart? There's a heart Actually, chakra sound healing. The heart chakra sound healing is I do okay. walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for yeah. balance and love, I just feel like, especially if I'm like by the water, um, I find that just, yeah, such a vibe. That's actually a good one to do. Yeah. When you're walking or driving, cause you don't necessarily have to be like super paying attention. Yeah. 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 So good. Oh, I love them all. And so Yay, well, I'm glad I like it. I really, really um, do. Yes. But to answer your question. So what I suggest doing, so I'm actually going to give you guys a coupon code. So if you use the coupon code Estelle, then you can get 15% off of the annual membership if you choose the annual membership. So if you do the monthly, it's only $7.99 a month and you do get a free two-week trial. Um, If you subscribe to the annual, you get two weeks for free, or sorry, two months for free already. So it's $77.99 per month. Um, But then I'm going to give you guys another 15% off on top of that with coupon code Estelle. So you can do that. Yes, you can do that at shockagirlco.com. For some reason, like it's kind of annoying. Like if you download the mobile app and subscribe from the mobile app, you can't use a coupon code. So you have to subscribe at shockagirlco.com and you'll get your username and password. And then you can download the mobile app on Google play or on, um, the Apple store at the app store. And then you can just log in with the credentials that you created. Um, and you'll have the mobile app on your phone. Yes. Amazing. So good. Okay. I'm going to pop that all in the show notes too, with the link. So that's just the chakragirl.com and then coupon chakragirlco.com chakragirlco.com. And is it capital letters Estelle or it doesn't matter? Uh, I don't think it matters, but I will do them in capitals. Yeah. Capital (laughs) letters. Love it. Okay. So good. Oh my God. I love that. And thank you so much for your generosity, for your vulnerability, for also just like, yeah, always just being real. I think that's something I have one of the things that I value deeply about you and this conversation. So thank you so much. And thank you to our beautiful listeners for being here and we'll catch you next week on the show. If you're vibing this show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more fierce females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light, and fierceness, and we'll see you soon.